Open your Bible in the book of Romans chapter number 10. In the book of Romans chapter 10. We have another ministry that we would like to uh, give a strong emphasis and we call this the Romans 10-1 ministry. And I'm going to use this chapter to encourage us this afternoon as motivation sa mabutang atong ginahimo. Sa Lapasan Baptist Church, we believe in reaching souls for Christ all over the world. We've been supporting missionaries since 1993. We're one of those churches in the Philippines being considered as a church that promotes missions. We're not only a mission-minded church, but we're called a mission-hearted church. Pero ang akong concern makes on usay tama na lang sa pangalan that we have a heart for mission. We support missionaries by good numbers. We have missionaries in Southeast Asia. We have missionaries in Central America. We have missionaries in Europe. We have good numbers of missionaries in 41 countries. Karon nga atong naabot as churches in the Philippines. In fact, Lapasan Baptist Church is belong to the top 25 giving churches in the Philippines. Sa mission. Pero may gson, since 1993 up to the present, we have that testimony. Pero kung dili ta magbalansi, tama na lang sa pangalan that we support missionaries, but we simply give because we have the obligation to give. Pero ang tinuod nga basihanan that we have a heart for souls is not because you're supporting missionaries. Though it's important, nituta magson ang right nga basihanan nga tinuda na itang may kasing-kasing sa kalag kung unsa ang impact nato in this city. Munang tinood. It would be sad that we have a name or a testimony that we support missionaries all over the world but this city one day will be given to the control of the enemy. I was listening to an old preacher this afternoon preaching about the fooling away. Many believers now are fooling away. They're no longer serving God. In America, 70 million millennials 70 million millennials have no interest of attending church anymore. 35% of our population in the Philippines are millennials. 35%. Our population is 110 million. 35% of our population are millennials. Don't you know millennials are not interested of attending church, especially in the Baptist churches. If we're not going to influence them today about loving this country, we're going to lose them. We're going to lose them. I think it's time for us to really give a strong emphasis of reaching our own beloved country. Desiring position in government so that we will use it as an influence for Christ's glory and honor. I believe the right people that should govern, the right people that should lead in the community should be the people of God. I believe that. The more I study the Word of God, the more I spend time thinking of that thought on my mind and even trying to find the strong motivation, if this feeling and calling of God and the motivation that the Lord has given me is wrong, I need to find it in the Word of God, but I cannot find it. The more I, res I, the more I study, the more I dig deeper, the more I'm convinced. If we're not going to prepare the next generation in this present generation, we're going to lose them. And I hope 
We continue our desire, the passion that we have in supporting missions all over the world, and we're still doing it. And I promote it, and I have a great desire of, you know, of seeing more Filipino families going to different countries and preach the Word of God. Pero sa lang bahin, I don't want our country to be influenced by wicked leadership. I want this country and my prayer to God that our country would be saved. That the Philippines would be truly a Christian nation. That the Philippines would raise leaders that would love the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is our prayer. It's never wrong to dream big for God. And let us dream big for God because our God deserves it. Amen? So this afternoon, I'm going to bring a message that I entitled, Our Greatest Business in This Planet. Our Greatest Business in This Planet. In the book of Romans chapter 10, of course, the context when Paul wrote this, it was addressed to the children of Israel. But remember, the Word of God is always a word that can be applied to any generation. Though it speak to the it, it refers to the children of Israel, but the application is always present. It can be applied today. Look at what the Scripture says in Romans 10, verse number 1. The Bible says, Brethren. This is Apostle Paul writing, Brethren. My heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Today, Israel as a nation does not believe in Jesus Christ. Do you know that? Israel does not believe Christ as their Messiah. One time we were at the airport of Thailand, in Bangkok, Thailand, together with Kent Gisalba. We were waiting for our flight, and there was a guy just sitting a few uh, distance away from us. I, I, I noticed that the guy was a Jew. I told Kent Gisalba, he said, friend, this guy is a Jew. I, I think it's good to witness to the guy. So we, we conversed to him, we talked to him. And he told us that he was residing in the Sea of Galilee and he explained to us how beautiful is the place and he told us that his forefathers are fishermen. And, you know, he was so excited in telling us of, of uh, you know, his family. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? The guy said, I do. But I don't believe that Jesus is the Savior. I believe Jesus was a good man, but not the Savior. And I, we, we explained to him how important Christ in our life, and the guy was telling us, no, the Messiah would come. Jesus is not the Messiah. If you go to Israel today, the nation of Israel does not acknowledge Christ as the Messiah. They do not acknowledge the Lord as their Savior. So I understand the, the heart's broke, you know, the brokenness of Paul in his heart when he said, my heart's desire and prayer to God that Israel is that they might be saved. Mga kaisunan, there's a good heart's desire Ngang imong tinguha, ngang imong katauhan, ngang imong kaliwatan maluwas. Now look at how, how good Israel is. The Bible says, For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness and have not submitting or submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law, for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, 
that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith, speaketh of this wise, say not in thine heart, who shall ascend into heavens, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what say ye that? The word is nigh thee, even thy mouth, and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with the mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart of man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scriptures say it, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But they say, have they not heard? Yes, verily, their sound went into all the earth, in the words, and to the ends of the world. But I say, did not Israel know? First Moses said, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no hope, and by a foolish nation I will anger you. But Isaiah in every bow is very bold say, and said, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. But to Israel he said, All day long I have stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Lord, as I share my heart to your people, help us, Lord, that we're going to see the importance of giving attention to the greatest business that you have entrusted to us, Lord, in this planet. We help your people see and understand the purpose why you save us. Why you built Lapas and Baptist Church in the city of Kage and the Oro. Lord, we are a church that would be in the poor square of the community that will be the center of your blessing for people to see the truth in us. Cleanse us from all our sins and failures, Lord. Help me to preach this in your wisdom. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I believe this. When all of the activities of man are brought into the the mission of eternity, we find that there is one thing which takes place on this planet. One thing. Which is more important than anything else. Sa tanang mga aktibidades sa kinabuhay sa tao, Apakita ang hulagway sa imong gihimo. O kinisya pagasukuron or sukdon sa sukdanan sa eternidad. Atong makita, o sa lamang ang magpabilin nga maghatag o tinudanay nga kamatuuran o importansya sa kinabuhi that is acceptable to God, Mukha nang imog ibuhat para kay Kristo Isus samtang buhi ka pa. With the enormous amount of importance 
which is placed on achieving the things of this world. Because people would try to achieve things of this world thinking for satisfaction. But ang kamatuuran, dili lisod for people to forget that there is something beyond for which we must all be prepared. Somehow, mankind forgets what it was that brought the Son of God from heaven to earth. Man wipes it from his mind. He refuses to recognize it. He focuses all of his attention on the things of this realm while at the same time ignoring what God considers to be the greatest business in this planet. And this is happening to many believers. Many believers today of Christ claiming to be Bible-believing people, but their focus is not in the business of God. They simply focus in their own personal ambition and they forget the very purpose why Christ left His throne in glory and came to this dirty, wicked world, dying at Calvary, giving His life for the sins of humanity. Kung di lita magsoon, mapainum duman sa pinakadakong business sa ginoong agihatag nato, dako ang tendency magsoon, nakalimuta nga nung naataan ng kalibutana. Diri sa chapter 10 in the book of Romans, Makita nato that the Apostle Paul is emphasizing the importance of this business. He's emphasizing why this is important to all of us. Through the writing of Paul, God gives us the information we need to tell us plainly what it takes to come into His presence in heaven. And the greatest business in the world today is the saving of souls. Bringing men and women to the saving knowledge of our Savior Jesus Christ. Giving them the opportunity to be saved. And I want to remind every Bible-believing people in this church this afternoon that we have a city who needs the Lord Jesus Christ. Dilis ako magisgut sa nasod. I will start first with the city. If you look at Cagayan de Oro today, Cagayan de Oro is a beautiful city. It has the potential of growth. It has the potential of progress. But my question this afternoon, ang ato bang siyudad nakaila sa Diyos nga buhi? Do you care for this city. You know, I enjoy fellowshipping with young people. I members at church. I go out and mingle with them and talk to them. I, I, I want to know unsay nasa lang kasing-kasing. Usa sa mga ebidensya magsuon nga ang sunod nga generasyon, the millennials nga ginatawag karon, wala sila interest sa pagsilbi sa nasod, when you talk to them and ask them about the condition of the time, you ask them about sa situation sa Pilipinas, you know, most of the time, I would ask them about the history of the country. Do you know the history of the Philippines? They say, well, dili kayo. Makaigsunan, daghan kayo mga kabatanunan, di nga, usahin nakalimuta why we are Filipinos. Ngano ka, my son, dili na dapat, dili na to dapat ikaulaw that we are a Filipino and that is our nationality. Naiubahan nga bisan Filipino sila, they want to become an American. My son, dili ka na mausabi. Ngano ka nga Filipino Christian ka? Ngano ka nga Filipino Bible-believing Christian ka? Napasabot, my son, kanang imong color, kanang imong nationality, Minsay na na sa Diyos nimo that you have a country that you must desire to know the Lord Jesus Christ. A country that must accept the Lord as Savior. 80% of the population of this country, listen, are not Christians but Roman Catholic. 
When Spain came here, when, when Magellan, actually he was a Portuguese, he came here in 1521. He did not come to bring Christianity. He came to bring Roman Catholicism. Nabasa ba ninyo how cruel the Spaniards to the Filipinos when they came? Nabasa ba ninyo giunsa nila paglutos ang atong mga ginikanan sa unang panahon? The cruelty of these people. Busa ni Alza ang revolusnaryong gobyerno against Spain because the Filipino cannot accept that the Spaniards would implement their loss to this land. Nito ko makaigsunan sa kamut sa Diyos that is working in every country. Nito ko with all of my heart that the Philippines is being preserved by God for His glory and honor. I've been in different countries. I've been, if you look at Southeast Asia, in Southeast Asia, this is the only country that is wide open to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Vietnam is a communist country. Our missionaries in Vietnam, they cannot have an open service like what we have. They, they, cannot e they are even careful to put a signboard about, about the church in Vietnam. Why? It's a communist country. All of our churches in Vietnam are called underground churches. Nagpasabot na sila under the ground, but meaning nakatago sila. Uban sila is on the top of the fourth-story building, 14-story building. Para nga, kung naan ng authority, i-rearrange nila ang mga bangko, ilan na lang ipasangil, they have party inside. Karon because of the pandemic, mas worse, they cannot congregate. So, magkita na ito, may son, ang Pilipinas is wide open. The opportunity is ours. Sa America, nasahid mo mo, ang America is founded in the Word of God. But because ang mga Kristuano nakalimot sila that they have a responsibility to the government, eventually makes on, they remove the Bible in their school. They remove prayer in the school. They cannot even mention God in the school. Tungod sa sayop ng pagpasabot sa separation of the church and state. Ang ilang panguna-una, they don't is the one who made the state. God is the one who organized the government. The philosophy that the government must follow should be the philosophy of God in the Word of God. Kabantay mo, ang kada leader dapat maghatag sila o ilang commitment and pledge and as in their own taking to the Word of God. They would make their own commitment. They would put their hands on the top of the Bible because ang pulong sa Diyos basihan ng satanang balaod. Kung yung tanawang may son, walin lain nga takatawan gagamiton sa Diyos for this country but the Bible-believing Filipino people. Klaro na to, the Bible-believing Filipino people. Ang akong ipasalamatan may son diri sa Pilipinas, ang Biblia, can be preached everywhere. But not in America. Do you realize that? One time I was in in San Francisco in Berkeley University. I was so excited. We're going soul winning. And I, I brought with me gospel tracts. The pastor told me, he said, Brother, in Dallas, we're going to go to the university. There's a lot of young people there. You have an opportunity to talk to them. Different nationalities. You know, California is called the melting pot of different nationalities. I was so excited. I will be meeting different kind of, you know, young people from different countries in Berkeley University. I brought a lot of gospel tracts. I was so excited. I thought they were going to accommodate me because this is America. Sometimes ang hatag ko basahon may son sa napulo na kong gitagaan ng mga estudyante usaray mo dawat. Like, you know, pagpadayan ko pang hatag, dili sila interesado pagpulong sa Diyos. In that university, they can wear anything they want to wear. They're not wearing uniform. 
Makita mo, may mga young people, they're going to their class, muragikan pa sila natulog, nakapadyama. They can wear anything, very liberated. Sometimes ang hatag ko, gitagbo ko sa, I think he was professor siya sa university, gitagbo ko niya, then iyang gikuha ang gospel track sa akong kamot, then he threw it back to my face. And he shouted and said, don't listen to him. That's in America. Wala ko kaagyan na sa Pilipinas. Eh kung tingali kong gilabay ko din sa Pilipinas, basin ang akong ilabay lahipod. May suon ko, wow, I'm in America. May suon, America wants a strong Bible-believing country. I'm not, I'm not saying America does not believe God anymore. They still believe there's a lot of good churches in America, but I'm talking one particular place. Most of the students, they are being taught of this what we call humanism, humanistic philosophy. Life is all about you. Therefore, they have no interest about God. Napasalamat ko, samtang ko ng hatag, naiusa ka, Mexican, na sudyante. Yung giniulan, ingon siya, what's that? I said, this is, this is something from the Word of God. Ingon siya, can you tell me more about it? So akong gisiran. Ako siyang gisiran sa gospel. Totoo siya, you know, clear, everything is clear. I need to go to my class. But when you on, everybody, in that university, it seems that it seems that they're so busy, silang kaugalingon, and they have no time for God. Ang Pilipinas, may suon ko ni Muntanaon, wala ko'y nakitang nasod susama ni Ine Kaabli. Kinintanan nagdipindi if we would Believe the Lord and work on it. Pero sugdan na ito, dapat pag-influensya ang atong syudad. Let us influence our city with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, there's always a way of presenting the word of God to people. Because winning souls for Christ is the greatest business in this planet. So I want us to bring our hearts and minds together and think on these things. Now, based on the passage that we read, let me give you four things very carefully. Now, first of all, notice a primary action that Apostle Paul introduced here. A primary action. Look at what he said. My heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Do you think this is a good prayer? Do you believe it is a good prayer? So is it okay to pray that, the, that our country will be saved? Amen? So it's okay to pray that our city will be saved. It's okay, beloved, to pray that your own community will be saved. And remember, Israel is not a bad nation. Israel is a good nation. It's composed with good people. Look at what Paul mentioned about the zeal of Israel. In chapter 10, verse 2, they said, For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. I'm not saying proverb. I'm not saying They are not really living in sin. But remember this, Megzon. Maybe they have the zeal of God. They have religion, but they are blinded. Religion is not the way going to heaven. They have the zeal of service. But the Paul said, but not according to knowledge. Dili tanan nga nagsulod sa simbahan, mo sa langit. Dili tanang membro sa reliyon, musulod sa langit. Dili tanang membro sa Lapasan Baptist Church, mo sa langit. Kay ang reliyon, Dili dalan padulong sa langit. 
Remember that. Puyong pa ni Paul. Look at the primary action ikipakita ni Paul. They have the zeal of God. Having a zeal for God does not mean that one is saved. Verse 1 points that points it out that very clearly they have the zeal. It means they are zealous, they are fervent, but not according to the knowledge of God. Pareha good aning. Murag inaning analogy ba? Estudyante ka, nag-eskwela ka, naguna-una kang estudyante ka, you're attending the class, okay? Look, look at this, ha? You wear a uniform, nisulod ka sa klase. So kung tanahon, tanan, appeal sa mga estudyante, estudyante ka, good, okay? You have the same uniform, nisulod ka sa, sa mga klase, panalitan, you take the exam, perfect! Pero ang problema, dili ka enrolled. Wala ka na enrolled. Abi ni mo, studyante ka, pero wala ka na enrolled. You have the zeal of study, but you are not part of the institution. Makaisunan, bisan unsa pang zeal ni mo, pero kung dili ka na subay sa gusto sa Diyos, sa pamaagi sa Diyos, that is void. That is nothing. Not acceptable. So verse 3, it says, For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness and have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Now look, these people, they would like to build their own righteousness. But they don't want to submit to God's righteousness. That's the difference there. The scripture says, you cannot make yourself righteous, for there is none righteous, no, not one. So through man's effort of righteousness, you cannot reach that level of righteousness unless you come to Christ and depends on His righteousness. So kung yung tanamay, so mag-iwag righteousness, Dili ka na mahimu sa imong kaugalingon. Ingon pa sa Biblia. These men here, they are being ignorant of God's righteousness. Going about to establish their own righteousness in verse number 3. And have that submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Saan pa makaigsunan? One must submit himself to the authority of Christ, of God's right, of the righteousness of God in Christ in order for that person, for any person, to be righteous. A church cannot make a person righteous. Gani ang simbahan puno sa mga hipokritong tao. Gusto ka masayad asa mga hipokrito, go to church. There's a lot of hypocrite people in the church. Oh, ang himantayon, ang libakira, libakiro na na sa simbahan. Pero wala sa Lapasan Baptist Church. <laughs> now, listen, tinood ka na akong giingon. Na ako, gi-invite nga, amigo na ako, yun siya, pastor, unsa kadako yung mong simbahan? Well, kung ato katingalis sa church sa Lapasan, especially if you attend the morning service, people won't recognize you. Dili ka ma, ma I mean, di, murag dili ka mabantayan ba kay Medyo dako-dako ang among crowd. So, morag, dili ka manotice. Nga ka na. Kaya katong among simbahan, gamay rami, dagang kay libakirag, libakiro. Oh. Ganit, tinood ka na may zone eh. O sa irabakining tao, magunauna tang tarong ta, dali rita makakita sa sayop sa uban, di kakakita sa imong sayop. Manang kamaturan eh. Pero salamat, Kung imong i-compare ang imong life in Christ, makita nimo makasasala ka, makita nimo wa kay nada. So therefore you come to Christ and accept him by faith as your savior. Now you have his righteousness. Muna nag-usab sa imo. Dili ka na mag-sound judgmental. Karon nakasabot ka na ang kada tao pwedeng mausab because sa grace sa Dios. Amen. You know I talked to Alan Bigas. Karon he's back in Texas. You know, ang isa iyang madumduman sa Lapasan Baptist Church, a church that love him. 
a church that did not judge him. Tanang churches nga gisudlan niya was judging him. Mason, wala kay mahimo that his life he lives in sin and very complicated yang kinabuhi. How you can help a man like that? You help him understanding the grace of God. Now he's back with his family. The grace of God works to anyone. Amen? So, busa yung ginaingon. Nagpasalamat siya for Lapasan Baptist Church. Morning church nga nagtabang niya. Bisnaan siya magpaingon, he would always talk about you. Ano may gison? We believe that we're not establishing our own righteousness. Any person can be righteous if that person would trust the Lord as Savior. Amen? So the primary lesson in this chapter is this. We all live in a body of flesh. There is no way that the flesh can please God. So as long as we're living in the flesh, we must depend on God's grace for salvation. And we must depend on His righteousness and not our righteousness. Amen? So, Busa, hindi ka pwede maingon. Ako, tarong man ko, sila mga dautan. Hindi. Kabantay ka, Megson, ang tao, may kayo mag-istorya ng tarong siya, pero ang uban daw, dautan. Pero kayo mo tanaw, Megson, ang istorya ng tarong siya, siya ay pinakadautan. Ngayon naman, we're not going to establish our own righteousness. Megson, the one that calls us righteous is the Father because of Christ. So the primary action God requires is for us to submit ourselves to the righteousness of God. That's the primary action. Unse problema sa dagang tao, they establish their own righteousness. I need to go to church. I want to establish my own righteousness. So I need to pray. I want to establish my own righteousness. Again, I'm not saying it's wrong. Pero dili kini magparighteous sa tao. You help the community, there's nothing wrong with that. You feed the community, there's nothing wrong with that. But those things does, do not make a person righteous. Busa dapat ang mag-submit to God's righteousness. On say righteousness, nga gusto sa ginosato, ang righteousness ni Cristo. Ewan pa sa Biblia, if you accept Him as your Savior by faith, you have His righteousness and you will be called righteous by the Father. Sumao ka na siya ang gustong ipakita ni Paul, the primary action here. The primary action of God requires is, uh, the primary action of God's uh, uh, righteousness, makita na to, that we must submit to the righteousness of God. So, dili pwede ma-righteous ang tao kung wala ang righteousness sa Diyos. Napaminaw mo pag-ayo, ako ni Isulti. Dili ma-righteous ang gobyerno unless our government would depend on God. Would you agree with that? Kung ang ginoo wala din na, dili matarong ang atong gobyerno, may isoon. Nangita kag tarong ang gobyerno, walay Diyos, dili ka na matarong. Busa, you study the past and even the Old Testament ginabutang sa Diyos ang mga tao sa gobyerno nga may Diyos o para matarong ang gobyerno. Joseph was brought to Egypt. Remember that? He was brought to Egypt. He, has no, he had no idea why he was, he, he was going to Egypt. In fact, he was, he was brought to Egypt as a slave. He was sold to the house of Putipar. He was a servant of Putipar. And then, he was accused wrongly and he was put to jail. But eventually, God's grace worked and Joseph depended on the Lord all throughout his life. The Bible says, one day the Lord brought him to the throne of Egypt. And Joseph became the prime minister of Egypt. Remember, there was a famine in the world for seven years. But Egypt 
was prepared for the famine because of Joseph. God gave him wisdom to manage the economy of Egypt. And in fact, Pharaoh put Joseph as the most trusted person in Egypt. Egypt was blessed because of Joseph. Kung ito na umigson gidala ni Joseph ang iyang mga kaliwatan sa Egypt, 70 of them came to Egypt. Pharaoh gave them a place called Gushen and they grow there as a population in Egypt. Joseph. You study the life of Daniel in the Bible. Daniel was not promoting his righteousness. He promotes the righteousness of God in his life. Kings got saved because of Daniel's testimony and influence in the government of Persia. Two kingdoms in the government of Babylon and in the government of Persia. When Christ was born in Bethlehem, the nation of Israel are not excited about, they were not excited of Christ's birth because one, they have no idea that the Messiah would be born. Nobody welcomed Christ's birth, remember that. Because he was born in a manger. The God, the Son, the creator of the universe who owns everything was born in the place of the animals because he was not welcome by his own people. But remember, there were wise men from the east who came inquiring, where is the baby Jesus? Unsay lugars sa iyang gigpakatawan because they look at the star and the star was telling them the Messiah is born. May pangisod, imunang sa taon. Ngano man, nai wise men from the east, ngadili man to mga hudiyo, how did they know the Messiah? Are you listening? How those men knew about the Messiah? Where did they get the information about the Messiah? Those wise men were influenced under Daniel's leadership in Persia. If you talk to them, beloved, they can tell you how important Daniel in their life because those wise men, they believe in the God of Daniel because Daniel was used by God in the government of Persia. And even the king got saved and believed the God of Israel. Tanawin niyo pag ayaw mag-zone. Kung kita ang mga Kristoanon, pasagda na ito ang atong gobyerno, and we allow the wicked to govern, this is what would happen. Now, tagayin ko aning verse, Brad. Go to the book of Proverbs 29, verse 2. Look at this verse. In the book of Proverbs 29, verse 2. You plus this verse. Tanawin niyo, ha? When the righteous are in authority. Now, what kind of righteous people are these? These are the people of God. The righteous that they, righteous are the people who have accepted Christ as Savior. Now look at what the scripture says. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. Kung ang mga matarong na sa autoridad, magkalipay ang katawahan. Tama ba? Siyempre magkalipay ka. Ngayon righteous is the one leading. Pero tanawin ngun sa katapusang phrase. Tanawin niyo, but when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Kung ang mga daotan maoy magdumala, magkasubo ang katawahan. You know that I visited the office of Manny Pacquiao last March, I flew to Manila. Tungod nagdibati mi sa among Zoom meeting kaya mga pastor are organizing some. They're being used by politicians. Kini mga gusto lang magamit sa mga simbahan. So naghangyo ko sa ilap. Ingko paliyog dilita magpagamit sa mga politiko. Mga pastor kita eh. 
dapat, kung naman tayo gustong supportanan, if you'd like to support that person because you believe he would be the right leader of the country, let's go talk to him straight. Hindi na magpagamit ng mga tawahan. That's my stand. So nakasinabot me yung sila, why not fly to Manila and talk to him? So naglupad ko sa Manila. I called Pastor Benny Abante if he could join me. I mean, sa meeting pa lang daan, sa Zoom meeting, nag-isgot me if he could join me. Yung siya, sige, samahan kita. So I arranged the meeting. Itawagan ako si David Season. So mag-meeting para sa iya. So we went to his office. Pero kamaturan, sa last, something happened sa schedule ni ni Congressman Abante, so ang ipadala ako o si Pastor Joey Sao, kami nila ni Adto. I talked to him straight. I go, are you running? Because our pastors now are organizing and they're being used by your people. We need to know if you're running. I will run. And he talks a lot of things. I know we're naka-live ta. Pero ako ipasabot mag we're not doing well in this country, guys. We're not doing well. We're not doing well. Our debt is so high. Are you aware of that? Now, I'm not promoting politics here tonight. I'm going to say something sa akong kaugalingong kasing-kasing. You look at this man from rug to riches. He fought in the ring. He gave his heart to fight. People look at him as a fool. Many of his friends now are attacking him. Now, maybe there are things that he said out of timing, it was not the right time, probably. Some of my friends would say that he has no ability to govern the country. I believe that. But one thing I like, that I salute him, I said, Pastor, what our country needs is the Bible. Who would disagree with that? And he told me this. If God would allow me to become the president of the Philippines, I would be a president that would preach the word of God to the people. Now, who disagree with that? You criticize him. You're free to criticize him. But you know, when he talked to me about that, I understand his heart. Because wala ko nakadugog anon sa mga Kristohanon, nga naikaisog mo yun sila, I will preach the word of God anyone. He is not a good speaker, but he's trying his best to be good in some ways. That man acknowledged Christ as Savior. And he told us a lot of things about our country. So, kung hindi mo tinawang may kita ng mga Christian, we're too passive. I don't care what would happen. Importante, narami din eh. Wala na kasabot. Nga kita, ang sovereign, nag-iintrasan sa Diyos, ani nga nasod. The Philippines is being entrusted by God to us Filipinos. We are the sovereign people. You look at our preamble. Ang Pilipinas gipanag-iyahan sa katauhang Pilipino, dili gipanag-iyahan sa presidente. Tama si Noynoy Aquino when he said, kayo ang bosko. Kay ang Pilipinas, katauhan, dapat ang naay tinuod ng sovereignty. But look at now our country. Kagahapon, I was talking to to some leaders nga nag-work with me, with my, you know, sa program sa Dakbayan Alagaran, and I talked to them straight. Kaninga mga leaders, most of them are senior citizens. 
Kanuna, grabe, mga tigulang na kayo. Kabalo mo, when I shared to them my vision, my heart, and I said, this is the advocacy I have for the community. Mga tigulang ni, karaan na, leader pa sila sa panahon sa, panahon sa mga karaang mga mayor sa siyudad. Ngayon sila, pastor, dili naman nung tami, mag-apil-apil ng organisasyon sa community. Pero pastor, pagkadungog na mo sa imo, dili, dili mapunggan, gusto mo apil. Mga tigulang ko, asa madaining mga batanon? Ano kahang walay interes ang mga batanon? Kaya wala sila yung modelong nakita. Wala sila yung modelo eh. Ang mga politiko are just using those people on the ground, kanang mga taong na sa community, na kung naay mahitabo sa community, sila'y daganan. Mga simpleng tao. Munang mudagan dito sa City Hall o magpatabang. Tapos, ipasapasa sila sa tanang departamento. You, you know what he told me? This program, this advocacy would like to promote to our community. Ngayon mag As a church, we have a civic responsibility. Do you believe that? We have a civic responsibility. Dapat magsoon, kita'y dapat mo ang kunana. Nga naman, kita ang may tamang minsahe. Amen? We have the message of Christ's righteousness. Okay pa mo diya? Unang primary action na gusto ipakita ni Paul, ang kamatuuran may zone, mga tao karoon, they are establishing their own righteousness. But what people need today is the righteousness of Christ. Look at number two. Look at the private accounting. Na private accounting. Tanawin mo. Chapter 10, verse 10. Now look at what the scripture says. But what say it? But what say you did? Romans chapter 10, verse number 8. But what say you did? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. That it does not confess with the mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God that raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made of salvation. There is what we call the private accounting. Every person must acknowledge that they cannot make the, themselves righteous. But the Bible says, kung sa ilang kasing-kasing mutuo sila, kang Kristo ilang maluluwas, it would, lead, it would lead them to righteousness. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Notice the personal pronouns in verses 8 and 9. The word, you find thee, thy, thou, thine. There is a private accounting. Verse 9 points, that, points the necessity of each individual confessing, confessing Christ as Savior. Pasabot, you must confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, then you will be saved. Di ba sa tanang tao? This is what every person needs today. Then verse 10 ties the heart and mouth together. Confession is made. You acknowledge, you agree. In the same way, the Bible says, you would be saved. Kung dili ka mag-account sa imong kaulingon, dili ko, wala ko kaya, o di na ko kaya kung luwasan ako ang kaulingon, si Kristo lang dapat makaluwas. Dili, gin maabot ang kaluwasan. This is what people need today. Then look at verse three, number 3, a promise actualized. In verse 11 it says, For the scriptures say it, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich and unto all that call upon Him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Look at the promise being actualized here. If you believe 
and accept the Lord as your Savior, then you call upon His name, you would be saved. When God makes a promise, remember this, it stands forever. The Scripture says and continues to say the promise, if you believe in thine heart, you would be saved. Number four, look at a plan arranged. Now, we want people to be saved. Now, there, there is what we call a plan being arranged by God. Now, here is the plan being arranged. Chapter 10, verse number 14. Look with me in verse 14. So how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Now most of the time, we use this verse, Abinato, missionaries, ting mo ato sa laing nasod. Now, nabuntayan nyo, ang context sa chapter 10, addressed to Israel. Are you listening? Don't about, do you want your fellow Filipino to be saved? Do you want your community to be saved? No, you know. They cannot establish their own righteousness. They need to acknowledge Christ's righteousness. We know that by faith, if they believe Christ and accept Christ, they would be saved. Pero karon, unsa unimuni ipaabot. There is a plan being arranged. Ingon din sa Biblia. How then shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in Him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Kung tanawin mo verse 14, unsa'y pinaka-importante sa versikulo, labaw sa tanan. The preacher. Don't you know everyone here this afternoon is a preacher of Christ's righteousness? Pastor, I'm a woman. No, you are a preacher of the gospel. You ought to bring this message to the community. These people must know the Lord. So give us what someone is sent. Someone is the preacher. And then someone hears, someone believes, someone calls by the name of the Lord. Kinsay ipadala kung walay preacher. Kinsay mamino kung walay preacher. Kinsay muto kung walay preacher. How they would call upon the name of the Lord if there's no preacher? Amen? Namino pa mo? You know what is the plan here? The plan is that God will use a man to bring people under the gospel. He will use a man to bring people under the gospel. So, pasabot, ikaw ni. Ako ni. Amen? We will not talk about Thailand here tonight. We have missionaries in Thailand. We will not talk about Cambodia here tonight. Because we have missionaries in Cambodia. Let's talk about our community. Our community today needs preacher. Tama ba? Ang gikinang lanila ang magsulti sa kamatuuran. Why? Because God is in the people saving business. God uses people to do His work. He sends people who are not perfect, but they are redeemed. And He sends them to make the message of redemption clear that the Holy Spirit can work in the hearts and bring them to redemption also. My son, Ang atong pagkaresidente sa siyudad sa Cagayan de Oro, dili ni siya aksidente. You know, I study about the tabernacle in the Old Testament. If you study the book of Exodus, I have no time to go there, but nabandayan nyo, ang tabernacle was always built in the center of the community. Remember, 3 million Jews. Kung asa ang tabernacle natukod, ang instruction ni Moses sa mga Hudiyo, they need to put their tents surrounding the tabernacle. 
Nabantay niyo na? So I studied that. I said, what's the purpose of this? Ngano ka nga, dapat ang imong tolda, dool ka sa tabernakulo sa Diyos. Remember, the tabernacle speaks of the presence of God. Ang tabernacle has two compartments. The holy place and the holy of holies. Of course, it's what we call the outer court. The, the Levites are ministering there. It's a holy place. Only the priest or the children of Aaron minister in the holy, in the holy place. And in the Holy of Holies, only the high priest can enter there once a year. Nanong dito sila ipabutang may son? Because ang tabernacle is the center of everything in the community. Napaminaw mo ba gayo? Who built the church? Huh? Christ. Wala ka kalainan sa purpose of the tabernacle. Church is the body of Jesus Christ. Right? One of the pictures of church is the body of Christ. When you look at the body that does not work, it's a useless body. But we know the church of Christ is a healthy body. So therefore, the church of Christ ought to work as a time of work in the community. Ang church makes sense. You know why ang tabernacle is the center of the presence of God? Pag ang tao magproblema, they would run straight to the tabernacle because they are asking help sa Diyos. Makes sense. Dapat ang church is known to the community as a church that honors God, a church that loves people, a church that cares for everybody. Mao ka na dapat ang sim. Kabantay mo ang mga simbahan, makes sense. Usahay ang atong una-una. Dili lang taman sa upat ka corner and after that abi nato wala tay responsibility sa community we have a responsibility we have a responsibility busa makaigsonan it's so important that we understand that the greatest business of god in this planet are the saving of souls of men asa ka na imutan Tingali, nag-concentrate ka sa imong kinabuhi karon. You have your own business. You have your own plan. But my son, let me remind you. Tanan na itong plano para ni kalibutan na magpabilin din eh. Apan ang atong pagsunod sa plano sa Diyos, magpabilin ka na sa walay katapusan. Busa pag-abot sa eternidad. Ang imisyor sa Diyos sa atong kinabuhi, dili ang imong gipundar sa imong kaugulingan, kundi dili, unsay gibuhat mo kay Kristo while you are still there on earth. Amen? O para sa ako, may zon. The longer I study the Word of God, the deeper I study the Word of God, the more I realize this. The business of the Lord is the most important business. You have heard this before. But I hope dili lang kanataman sa dalungan but you put it in your heart. Every person in our community they need the Lord. Our city need the Lord. We need nga isang righteousness sa Ginoo. If not, we miss the purpose why we're here. I hope nasabda na ito. If we want change in this country, it only happened kung si Kristo na ilan sa tao. It's not na ilan lang sa pangunauna, but they have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And my prayer that our leaders in this land, they would acknowledge Christ as their Savior and they have that personal relationship with Him. And they would lead because they look at it as a calling of God in their life, not for their personal agenda, but for God's glory and honor. Amen? Dungunta sa itong ulo, piyong sa itong matama, nagpasalamat kami sa imograsya. Gamita kini nga minsaying, magpaligon namo, magpadasig namo. Lord, kung tanaw namo, ang among kusog, our strength is small.
But we're not desiring these greater things because we have the strength to do this. Lord, we believe we have a great God that would do this through us. May you guide your people, all of us, Lord. Lord, we're praying that the city of Kagan de Oro would be saved. We're praying that our country would be saved. We're praying, God, that your righteousness would be acknowledged by people. May you help us, Lord, and give us grace. Every head bow, every eye close. Can you come this afternoon and pray for our city? Can you come and say, Lord, I don't know what I can do, but I'm offering to you my life. What service you can give me, I'm here available for you, Lord. You have a community who needs the Lord Jesus Christ. You have neighbors there who need the Lord. What you have done for them? I hope as God's people, we would put this in our hearts. That the greatest business that the Lord has given us are the business of souls.